All right, hey everyone, this is Todd from Two Us Geek. No intro music today, which is, you know, I I realized I hadn't recorded in oh, in just over a week, and I was like, you know what, I need to record something, right? So um, it's going to be a different kind of episode today. I'm not going to be talking. About, well, I could be talking about some things I've watched and things that I think you should watch, but for the most part, it's just going to be me. Um, chatting as I drive to uh, an appointment and uh, so that's you, you may hear a difference in audio because I'm recording in my car and uh, hopefully it won't be too bad um, the, I'm, I'm recording straight from the uh, SoundCloud app on my phone versus what I normally record with for the podcast so yeah this is what it sounds like from that <laughs> anyways um, so I'm trying to make uh as far as things that have been going on, I've, I've I binged watched uh, Cobra Kai, and that that show was was pretty awesome. It shows uh, kind of where Daniel and uh, and um, what was the other guy's name? The bad guy, the big blonde bully kid. Well, you get a little more backstory on that guy, and uh, and. Um, Mr. Lawrence, as they call him in the show, and because uh, he becomes he becomes the new sensei for Cobra Kai, or, or he um, kind of feels like his life is is uh, is is been shit on because of him losing to Daniel in that in that in that under eighteen championship back in the day, and uh, so he's kind of had a resentment towards Daniel uh, since like the early mid 80s and uh, and this 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 keeps getting more and more uh, complicated and and uh, convoluted and everything else in between uh, so uh, as he's kind of reminiscing about the old days, being in Cobra Kai as a teenager, he's got he's got his uh, late eighties. Um, what was it a Firebird? Yeah, it was a Firebird, and uh, it gets it gets it gets uh, it gets hit by an SUV. Like they 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 smack the the, the back corner of the car, and then the the people in that SUV take off. Well, amongst the people inside the SUV were a, a, a group of teenage girls. One of those teenage girls, the one of the ones that that uh, the bully, I, for whatever reason, I'm not remembering that guy's name. Either way, um, he sees uh, Daniel's daughter. Doesn't know it's Daniel's daughter, but he sees his daughter in the, you know, in the back of the SUV and. This comes back to like later on in, in the series, a few episodes in, and he know he finds out that it's Daniel's daughter, and that he's you know he thinks that uh, Daniel sent his daughter and and her friends to fuck with his car, you know. Total victim personality kind of, you know, personality is not the word, right? Mentality is the right word. Total victim. Um, mentality 
you know, thinks that everything that happens to him is, is done on purpose and somebody else is doing it to him. Uh, I know uh, I know a few people that act that way or think that way. Um, so I'm sitting there watching this kind of giggling to myself that wow, this guy is he's, this guy needs this guy needs some therapy. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. And he's stuck in the eighties. Yes, I <laughs> great. That's on the recording now. Uh, yes, that's an email notification. I love train kinkers. Uh, Ed was one of my favorites. Anyways, so uh, if I ha- if I haven't said it until now, I apologize. But spoilers, I'm going to be talking about this. If you haven't watched Cobra Kai at this point, then it's kind of on you. Um, it's been out for a while. I just am now getting around to watching it. So. So and then, and then you find out uh, the bully guy. I mean, you know, I, I really should look up his name, but I'm driving and I can't really do that while I'm driving. I shouldn't even be doing this while I'm driving, but I figure I'm not really looking at my phone while I'm doing this. I'm just have a microphone attached to me while I'm talking. So, and then you find out he has a son, and his mom. Um, is a bit of a drunk, and uh, I guess he was—he was an absentee dad, and you know he's starting to feel like you know maybe he should make some amends to that, and you know and try to be a part of his son's life, and that kind of backfires on him. And the kid, his son, wanting to kind of you know kick his dad in the balls, kind of thing, you know, just you know a big fuck you, is he goes to work for Daniel. Because Daniel, at this point, has a car dealership, and uh, part of Daniel's uh, advertising is is his is uh, his connection to to karate and uh, the bonsai tree and all this other stuff. All the things you remember from the the Karate Kid movie, anyway. Oh, and throughout the whole series, there's lots of flashbacks to the movies. Um, I'm pretty sure it's all just the first movie, but there could be references to the second movie and the third movie. And I don't, I'm pretty sure it's just the first movie because it's all about the the, the bully in the first movie. And I don't think he's in the other ones. So I, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen those movies. I should probably watch them again. You know what? If I do, I will I will do a commentary uh, podcast on watching the, the Karate Kid. But um, so. Daniel has has his dealership and uh, yeah and uh, so his son his son goes to work for Daniel just to kind of just long enough for him to be able to say hey dad I'm working for Daniel and uh, or Dan as they call him in the show and uh, just to kind of just for the sole purpose of pissing off his dad of course. He doesn't. He actually ends up liking working there, and he ends up having a bit of a, you know, uh, father-son type relationship with Dan, which is in itself kind of fucked up. Um, and it kind of all unfolds later on, and you know, and of course it all ends. I'm kind of skipping around, and, and I'm leaving things out in case you haven't seen it all. Or if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. And it ends with with them going to the uh, the under 18 
competition for karate. And uh, I'm not going to say who wins and who loses. It's really not that important for this. I mean, you want to watch it. it. You know, it, it, uh, it definitely uh, makes a difference on, on, uh, in, the, in the series. I guess, and I guess it got renewed for a second season, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next because at the very end we get a we get a cameo appearance from another person from the movie, and uh, so and as far as as far as other cameos, um, I'm not gonna say who's all in it, but su suffice to say the only person who does not make uh, an appearance is Pat Morita because he passed away. But they had a really cool episode about, you know, Mr. Miyagi, and and then they and that, that episode was paid tribute to Pat Morita, which I thought was really cool. Um, what else? What else have I watched or been doing lately? I'm trying to think here. Um, let's see. I'm finishing up on season 10 of of Stargate SG-1, kind of slow going because this last season was not as good as earlier seasons, so I'm, I'm not like, oh, I need to watch the rest of this. <laughs> I get easily distracted and just don't care to, to go back to it. Um, that's basically what's been happening. I'll, I'll start watching it and, I'm, and then something else will get my attention. I'll be blue shiny and I'll hit stop on, on, on Plex server. And, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Thor Ragnarok is now on Netflix if you weren't aware or haven't seen it yet. I recommend watching that. It's probably my favorite of the Avenger. Uh, well, it's not technically an Avenger movie, but it has two of the Avengers in it. So, uh, as far as the, the, the uh, individual movies go. I think it's, it was probably my favorite. It's actually probably more so than uh, like the first Iron Man movie. It's definitely better than the other two um, Thor movies. Yeah, there's other Yeah, the other two. This is the third Thor movie. And uh, probably because of uh, the Hulk in this one was, was really, really funny. He, uh, he, he, uh, he, without giving away too much of the story, basically, uh, if you if you're familiar with Planet Hulk, it's kind of hinting at that a little bit. But the thing that's really cool is that in this one, Hulk doesn't speak monosyllabically. He pretty much, you know, he talks more concise and stuff like that, and you know. I don't know if that's the right word. It might be not. It might not be. Um, but he he he's he's not just saying oh, Hulk smash, oh, Hulk, 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 blah blah blah. And it's but he has full sentences and and uh, he's talking like a little kid basically, you know. And, uh, and I think this is a scene from the trailer because I remember I remember this more than anything else. Uh, but uh, there's a sequence where. Hulk and Thor are, uh, they're kind of, they had a fight, you know, you know, you're stupid, you're, you're the worst Avenger, that kind of thing, you know, back and forth, and, and 
when uh, Thor realizes that Hulk is he's a sad Hulk. He's been kicked off of planet Earth and he thinks that the planet doesn't like him and uh, kind of feels bad for him. And uh, so he's just like, um, he's like, no, they don't hate you, you know. Okay, yeah, maybe they do, but you know, you're you're a good, you're a hero, and they just don't get it, kind of thing. And and they're talking back and forth. And at one point, uh, Hulk goes, uh, Hulk like fire. Uh, Thor like water. And he was like, well, no, Thor likes fire also. He was like, yeah, but Hulk like raging fire. Thor like smoldering fire. And so he's basically trying to say that, you know, he's more masculine than Thor, kind of thing, or he's the alpha kind of thing. And it was, it was a really funny sequence. And uh, they kind of go back and forth. And, and then, yeah, I'm, well, you know, I. I Maybe I shouldn't talk more about the, this movie, because you know, well, actually, no. What? Screw that. You guys, you guys probably have already seen it, or if if you haven't, then this is the time where you pause or stop the podcast, go watch it on Netflix, and then come back because I'm going to talk about it. Spoilers, folks. Um, so, three, two, one. All right, you've been warned. Anyways, um, so. We find out that th- that the Hulk has been in control of Banner's body for two years. Two years. Yeah. You know, he has not turned back into Banner for two years. So when Banner comes comes back and the Hulk, you know, calms down and, and you know calms down enough that he turns back into Banner. He's like, he still thinks he's in the uh, Age of Ultron storyline, you know, or you know they're 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 fighting and warring in, in that that you know that foreign village or whatever. And uh, he's like, no, that was two years ago. Is it like, two years ago? Yeah. And uh, so. <laughs> He's like, Hulk has been pissed off for two years. And he's kind of trying to wrap his head around that. And uh, he's like, well, where's all my clothes? And all this other stuff. And Thor finds some uh, of Tony, Tony Stark's clothes on the Quinjet that there's, they're in. He's Okay, let me back up a little bit. So Thor is trying to figure out a way to get off this planet that they're on. And uh, Hulk points out where the Quinjet is. So he goes down to try to get the Quinjet working. And then Hulk comes in and uh, is trying to stop him from leaving. Because Hulk likes this planet they're on. Because Hulk gets to smash all he wants. And people love it. So he's like... So in, in Hulk's mind, it's like, fuck Earth. Earth doesn't like me. This planet loves when I smash everything. Loves that I that I break things. So, so he's trying to stop Thor from leaving, and he's basically destroying the Quinjet. And as as he's doing that, <coughs> as he's doing that, uh, a video of Black uh, of Black Widow comes on and is basically telling Hulk that you know 
we need you to come back and you know we you know we we didn't want you to leave that kind of thing and because he's listening to her talk it starts to calm him he didn't he doesn't she doesn't say anything hey big guy the sun's getting real low she doesn't say that although Thor does trying to keep Banner calm <laughs> after he's turned back into Banner, which was like, why do you keep saying that? I want you to stay calm. Because <laughs> they're on a planet that's like just surrounded by violence and just nothing but stressful things. Things that would cause Banner to completely lose his shit. But yeah, um, yeah, that's a great, it's probably, like I said, it's probably my favorite individual. Um, uh, MCU movie. You know. Can you believe, because it's 2018 now, can you believe that it's been 10 years since the first Iron Man movie came out? 10 years. I remember seeing that movie when I was working at a movie theater. I remember taking a bunch of my friends to see it too. And not just all at once. I was only allowed to bring one guest to see a movie for free. So I saw it like six times to take my different friends to see the movie. Because I'm that guy. I was that guy who would like bring his friends to see a free movie because they worked at a movie theater. And in, those, in those days, I had a lot more friends that I hung out with. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Um, they only hung out with me because I could get them free movies. But, you know, I was, kind of, I was aware of that just didn't care. I was, you know, again, very sad that I was that desperate for, for, uh, for, you know, being around people and, and hanging out with people. Not so much anymore. Although I do miss hanging out with the, the few friends I still have. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see them often because of where I live. I live in North Kitsap County on if you look at the state of Washington, that little peninsula that goes off on the, the left side of the state when you're looking at the map, I'm in the top right-hand corner of, of that uh, peninsula. That's where I live. You know, and Seattle is on the other side of the peninsula, you know, towards the bottom of that. So that's a bit of a distance, you know. It's an hour and a half drive to drive around to Seattle. I could take the ferry but I don't have the money to most of the time. I'm usually I'm usually broke. Um, the only reason why I'm able to to to, to go around, drive places is because when I drive my cousin anywhere, I always hit him up for gas money. But uh, yeah, and uh, oh, you know, speaking of talking to friends, I recently had had a, uh, a cool chat with Joe. For my former co-host on the podcast and uh, sounds like I might be able to salvage that friendship and uh, you know I I've been I've been uh, I've been doing therapy for the past year year and a half and uh, you know made some realizations about myself and you know that in the the when Joe stepped away from the podcast and from being my friend, it was it was during a difficult time for myself. I was not easy to be around, and uh, I kind of realize that now. And I I've been aware of that for a while. I just 
it's one of those things where you know, you know someone doesn't want to talk to you, but you want to reach out and try to make amends, and you try to want to make things right, but don't know if they would be willing to talk to you. So, I've, you know, I have, in the last year and a half, I have tried, excuse me, tried calling Joe a couple different times, and, you know, he went straight to voicemail, and I would leave a message, and he, you know, wouldn't call back. And um, I think the biggest reason why Joe answered this this last time that I called him was um, because I kind of called late, and uh, and I I let it go to voicemail, and then I hung up and called back, so and rang a second time, and I think that's when he answered. And we chatted. He's like, well, you know, it's kind of late. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. But it was just kind of a, a random thing. I figured I would try because I knew you were home at least. The other times I've called, I wasn't sure if you were working or just didn't want to answer the phone. I knew you were home at this point. That's why I called at this time of night. I, I, but I am sorry for calling so late. So, you know, and, and then um, we chatted for a little bit then. And then he says, hey, you know, my time off is weekends. If you really want to have a good, uh, have a chat, call me on the weekend. So I did. I called him last weekend and we talked for about 45 minutes. And um, it sounds like he's willing to uh, at least communicate with me. He's not going to be ignoring uh any 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 type of communication that I do with him. Uh, working on it though. I mean, I, I would like to like to get us back to where we're hanging out and doing stuff and being pals. But you know, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just assume that things are gonna be back the way they were before it got you know stupid. You know. So. Yeah, um, so yeah, it was cool talking to Joe. I hadn't talked to him in a really long time. Kind of got him all caught up on what I've been doing. I don't know if he'll ever be back on the podcast. I think I might ask him uh, to be a guest on the podcast. You know, you know, just kind of a, a... Not, not necessarily a one-time thing, but not like a permanent spot as a co-host. Not unless he wants to. I mean, if he wants to, I'm totally down for that, but I'm not going to assume that he's going to want to because um, he... I don't think he was all that keen on it to begin with back in the day. I think he, he did it because it was something that I enjoyed. And that's the kind of guy he is. He's... You know he's he's a people pleaser and 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 in the and he is that in the most positive way I think you know he doesn't uh, doesn't want to hurt someone's feelings not intentionally anyway you know and we didn't we didn't talk about my ex girlfriend we didn't talk about Carrie which is. Which is probably for the best, honestly. I don't really want to rehash any of that, anyways. I, 
I think that um, that ended very poorly, and I don't necessarily want to relive it, you know. And so I'm good about not talking about her with him, you know. Um, and I know, I know that either she listens to the podcast or she has friends that listen to the podcast, and the, so she knows. Like, for example, I'm talking about her now. I'm sure she's going to hear about this or she'll hear this. And, um, you know, I'm sure she's doing fine. And uh, I don't really have anything negative to say about her. Um, I was not an easy person to be around. And, uh, you know, she was done with that. You know what? I don't really blame her, man. I, I, I had a... Recently, I had a very similar situation where I was in her shoes. I had my my, uh, my one of my cousins was very volatile and just pissy all the all the time, and and uh, you know, my uncle wanted him wanted him gone, but didn't really know how to go about doing it, and uh, you know that. That situation made me really realize that if I was anything like my cousin, that uh, that was you know the reason why shit went down the way it did. You know, with uh, with Joe and Carrie. You know, should be uh, yeah. So. Um, what else? I don't normally talk about personal stuff on the podcast, but you know what? I don't, I don't really have a problem sharing. I just, because I don't really know what else to talk about. I just kind of talk about what's, what's going on with me. And, and, um, one of my, one of my favorite podcasts, the, the, the host of the show would frequently, um, kind of at the beginning of his podcast, kind of go on about things that is going on in his life and you know his trials and and difficulties and you know it's almost like a therapy session kind of you know or I'm talking and you're basically my therapist (laughs) sharing my innermost thoughts um but uh see what else I, I saw Solo. I think I talked about that last week. And um, I, I think I also talked about the fact that Movie Pass now forbids me from seeing a movie more than once. Which is ridiculous if you ask me because they're still getting their money, right? They're still getting, they're still getting paid to see this A movie. It doesn't, shouldn't matter if I'm seeing the same one twice. You know? Or even three times, for that matter. That's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. I don't mind having to like send them photos of my ticket stuff to prove I saw the movie that I said I saw, that I checked into. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I've been watching. Uh, Showtime's, um, yeah, it's on Showtime. 
I'm dying up here. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, I guess you could call it a dramedy. You know, it's, it's about comedians. It's kind of like about the behind the scenes look at comedians. They're not always smiles and funny. A lot, sometimes they're kind of depressed and fucked up. And, uh, it's about a bunch of fictional comedians that don't really exist. But there are famous people in the show. As far as the char- some characters on the show are are uh, based on real people. Uh, a good example is that because it's supposed to take place in the late '70s in LA, um, the it's kind of loosely based on the comedy store, I think. And. Uh, Nancy Shore, but the character name of the woman who runs the comics, or the comics, uh, the comedy club, is not Mitzi Shore. They have a different person's name, and the, the woman who plays the part looks nothing like Mitzi. Because Mitzi, if I, if I remember seeing photos of her, she was a short brunette, and in the in the uh, on the show, the woman is a, not necessarily short, but she's she's blonde. And um, but the, some of the, the characters that are that are of real people, like um, Johnny Carson. Jo- Johnny Carson is, has, is as a character has, has been on uh, a few episodes, and uh, Richard Pryor as well in the first in the first season of, of the show. There was a guy who played Richard Pryor who who sounded like him a little bit. And, you know, not didn't really look like him as much, but he's he kind of had the he sounded like him a little bit. I think the cadence and in in the way he talked was was not right, but beyond that, he did a pretty good job. Um, so if you haven't watched that show, I recommend it because you kind of see like the what it's like to 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 be a comedian, basically. Um, you see them, you know, getting up and doing a little bit of stand-up, but you also see all the all the stuff that leads to the jokes that they, they tell. You know? The, the, and the, what most people don't really know or, or are aware of is uh, that a lot of comedians deal with depression. A lot of comedians... Um, I need to get over, and this guy just. All right, thanks, thanks. So, yeah, a lot of comedians have issues that they're dealing with, and they use comedy as as kind of a, a coping mechanism for the the shit that's going on in their life. And there's a couple comedians in, in the first season of the show that are basically, they don't have normal jobs, or the jobs they do have pay very little. And so these, these two guys rent out a, a walk-in closet from another comedian. <laughs> Living in a closet. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that was funny in itself. And... Um, and then uh, in season two, or maybe it was at the end of season one, one of those two guys um, gets booked 
on a sitcom is kind of the comic relief. You know, and he has to deal with the whole, like, he's famous for this character, but he's nothing like that character in real life, and you see him, like, struggle with that. And, and then, um, you know, he's trying to do, he, and he's at the, at the comedy club, and he's doing a stand-up, and people are shouting out, you know, lines from his the sitcom that he, the line that he says on the sitcom, people come in to see him, and they think that's all he does is that character. So you kind of see him dealing with that, which I always thought was, wow. Yeah, that must be what it's like for, like, Jim Carrey or Robin Williams or any of these guys who get famous in a movie or a TV show and then continue to do stand-up and people are shouting out their catchphrase for what things they're famous for. And um, I was like, man, that's got to suck. It really has to suck. Either that or, you know, at least initially I think it has to suck. But I think at some point the uh, most people that are, you know, um, that, that get famous, they... they they, at some point, they start to appreciate the fact that their fans love them for that thing that they do, and you know, I remember, I remember seeing a clip from Saturday Night Live. I think it was the early '80s, early to mid '80s. William Shatner goes on there, and they do a comedy bit about him at a convention and telling a bunch of nerds to. to leave their parents' basement and, uh, you know, get a job and, you know, stop being weird, that kind of thing, you know, and then, of course, the backlash of him, like, telling his fans they're a bunch of weirdos and that kind of thing, and, and I've seen that happen with other celebrities, too, where they, they get mad at them only being recognized as the one character that they've done. 20 plus years ago and then you also see them after they you know they get past that anger and then they realize the fans are doing that because they love what I'm doing therefore you know I should appreciate the fans for still liking me after all of these years and uh, I saw Mark Campbell do that uh, and I think for the most part I mean he was respectful to the fans but I think he had his moments where he's just like, you know what, I'm more than just Lou Stylewalker, guys. Or I'm, I'm more than just the Joker from the, the, the Batman cartoon, you know. And a lot of people don't realize that the Joker from the Batman animated series was Mark Hamill. And I think he, uh, he enjoyed doing voiceover work because people don't see, hey, that's Lou Skywalker. Why is he doing the Joker, you know? They just hear this maniacal laughter and this really, really twisted guy's voice, you know. You know. And then he's, and he, he really is. And then I saw an interview with him where he was like, you know, I, I didn't want to do the Joker because of this established character. He's been done by other actors already. I wanted to do one that hasn't been done already. And I don't want to ruin anyone's idea of what the Joker should sound like. But when I heard him say this, like, that's funny because everybody that I know that likes, you know, DC animated movies or DC comics in general, when it comes to, like, you know, 
movies and TV, the, the, the person that they think does the, the best Joker is Mark Hamill. And, um, yeah. I, sorry, I, I, in fact, so much so that <clears throat> uh, his, Joker, his Joker voice is so iconic that <clears throat> when they decided to do a third Arkham, Arkham game, uh, and and Mark at that point had retired from doing the Joker voice, wasn't going to do it anymore. Um, they got Troy Baker to do the voice, and he and he didn't. It, and like most voice actors, and, and I'm not saying this to disparage him at all because he does a fantastic job of it. But that's what they asked him to do. They didn't. They didn't want him to change the voice, so he did his, his impression of Mark's Joker voice, which was pretty spot on. And um, although, if you're a voiceover nerd like myself, you can you can hear the subtle differences, very subtle. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know why I went on that tirade about the Joker and Mark Hamill. Oh. Yeah, fandom and uh, and uh, and uh, and the people that they're fans of. <laughs> yes, this 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 episode is all about ADD, ADHD, and at its finest. You know, my brain is all over the place, and I'm sure it's pretty much all over the place, anyways. But more so today because I don't have a list of things to talk about in front of me like I normally do. Um. Actually, what I normally do is I have multiple tabs open on stories that I want to talk about on the browser. Um, but because I'm driving someplace, I I wanted to utilize this time for the drive to to record an episode for the show. So that's why you don't hear any sound effects. That's why the mics sound different. That's why there's no intro music. Um, Although I might actually, I might fix all that later. I'll I'll post this. It will be available on 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 SoundCloud. But don't be surprised if in the next few days I tack on the intro and outro music <laughs> and cut out me saying, "Oh, I removed it," <laughs> or uh, or there is no not I removed it. I, there is no intro music. But uh, actually, I made it not do that at all at this point, honestly, because um, I enjoy recording a podcast, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy listening to me do the podcast, but um, I do it because it's something I find entertaining, and and, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it, that's why I do it, you know, if, if you guys end up enjoying it and like it, great, that's awesome, um, I'm not really, I used to do it because I thought I had a huge listenership. I'm not sure if I do, to be honest, you know, because I have reached out a number of times, hey, I want to hear from you guys, and heard nothing, so I'm not worried about that anymore, I was concerned about that before, I was concerned that it, people weren't listening to my podcast, and uh, that's that's not an issue for me any longer, I just if you do, cool. If you don't, that's cool too, you know. 
I'm okay with that. And, um, and you know what? If you do want to communicate with me, if you want to um, ask a question or if you want to shout out, you can email me, comments at 206geek.com, 206geek.com, and um, I will read it on my next recording. You can also shoot me messages through social media at 206geek on both Twitter and Facebook. And even on, uh, you can you can send me messages or comment on things on my Instagram as well. Just search for 206geek. And uh, Stardust, if you just search for that as well, you can find me and, and uh, follow me there. I haven't been posting much on Stardust lately. I actually, I just reinstalled the app on my phone. Um, and uh, just... I actually kind of do it in bursts. I'll, I'll get inspired to do some reaction videos. And I'll do a multiples, you know. And then, uh... But usually I just... If I, do, if I post anywhere, it's going to be on, on Facebook. And then that cross-posts automatically to, to Twitter. And, uh... Yeah. Um, so... Oh, and I also have uh, I have a voicemail number you guys can call and leave messages. You can also send me a text at 206-504-3190. And, uh, yeah, man, shoot me a message. Uh, let's see here. Let me uh, ask me a question. You know what? I'd even be willing to give birthday shout-outs if people wanted it um, because, you know, who doesn't like celebrating birthdays? Well, thank you for listening. And uh, I promise I won't wait almost two weeks before I record again. I've just been really busy. Just not really thinking, hey, I need to record. Um, not to mention, you know, um, like I said, I just sometimes I feel like no one's listening. But that's fine. I'm... I'm that's 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 one of the things I'm working on is just not like over analyzing things and, and getting and getting uh and getting upset over it. So anyways, thanks again for listening and I will talk to you guys next time and um yeah, have a good one.